Hey, this is Emmeline, and I'm hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. Congratulations with the new music video. Um, I loved the cinematography for this for this for this video, and uh, I feel like it went perfectly with your latest single. So, can you talk to me a little bit about like the creative process of the music video uh, for "This Is How I Learned to Say No," as well as you know how much of an input that you have for this creative? Thank you so much. Um, I'm glad you liked it. I um, really like wanted this video to be just sort of a piece to introduce myself, what I look like, and um, really focus in on um, almost more simplicity, even though I am such a um, conceptual person. And I think that comes across with my lyrics. I really wanted there to just be some visuals that um, let that stand alone. Um, and it was such a like explosive reaction that I had on TikTok that um, the process of getting together the video was actually pretty quick, um, but it was super collaborative. Joelle, the director, was amazing and working with like um, mostly women and non-binary crew was really amazing. Um, that cinema cinematographer was um, honestly one of my favorites I've ever worked with. And um, it was really fun to just sort of bring bring the um, the lyrics alive to like such a natural setting, like on a beach. Now, would you say you had the idea of this video as you were writing the song uh, from the very beginning? Um, I usually do. Um, for this one, I had um, just colors in my head and um, I didn't have really anything super, super um, specific because I think that the lyrics really like took the lead on that. So that's kind of why I wanted to keep it so simplistic. Um, and just even in like costuming choices, like show a bit of like an emotional growth there. But um, yeah, keeping it super like focused. Um, yeah. So tell me a little bit about the the writing process of this track. Um, from my perspective, it feels like this song pretty much just wrote itself. Uh, you were in a moment and it just kind of flowed out of you. What was that process like uh, in, in reality? And, you know, what kind of struggles did you find yourself having during the writing process of this song? Yeah. Um, so this song I wrote like immediately after like my music got any type of attention. So like people had just found out who I was. Like I was in the middle of going viral um, and my manager set me up with um, this producer, David. And um, we had met for the first time that day when I wrote this. Um, so I wrote it with three other people and, um, Orion, uh, Orion, David and Anna and, and, um, literally like immediately it was just this like realm that we went into. I think it took us like 10 hours, um, to write this song. And for me, like I, you know, sometimes we'll go in if it's new people, it'll be like a five hour situation, but, um, we were all just like crying and um I had had such an intense week and I kind of um you know decided that for myself I would learn to set boundaries um for people in my personal life which I think kind of hand in hand I felt like I had a choice while stepping into the new career like I wanted to either let myself get pushed around or set those boundaries and and um yeah I kind of walked in there being like I'm ready to cut off negative people and I'm ready to accept this like version of myself. And um, I just kind of walked in with a storm and, and 
cried and laughed and just with three strangers and we made this song and it's super narrative and it's very obviously vulnerable and specific to my life I never knew that it would actually come out because it just felt like therapy at the time but um it was so clear that like people really wanted it when I uploaded it online and and um and that's really why I wanted to do a video too because it was like people really needed this like to hug them and and you know and to keep learning to you know heal and be there for yourself yeah this song is very empowering but at the same time it's it's a lot of vulnerability coming out of you um and being able to do that with a whole new crew of people that you're collaborating with in the writing process did you find it difficult to open up uh with certain lyrics that you had written for the song or was it like from beginning to end it just felt natural uh, even working with with these new talented co-writers that can often be a struggle i would say especially right now where um, I'm able to get in the room with new writers and I'm you know I'm a super involved um, in in every aspect of of my creative um, and so it, it really is like sort of my choice how much I want to share or not but I felt really at ease with these people and like I remember when I met David um, <laughs> so weird he came outside of his house and I had parked a few streets away and um, we instantly saw each other and started like slow motion running to each other and like did like a slow motion hug. And we were like, so nice to meet you. And I was like, wow, that was really weird. I feel like we're going to make some cool art together. Like <laughs> we're going to be besties, aren't we? Um, but yeah, that's like how we met. And so instantly I was like, OK, like the the barrier is broken. That was so weird. <laughs> I can say anything. Now, you did mention that this song, you wrote it during during that wave you had of of the newfound success that you had with your previous music um, or going viral. So seeing the success of a song like Flowers and Sex and coming into a new track, like that must be scary at the same time, just because you don't want to do anything less than, but you also like want to try new things at the same time because you're discovering yourself as an artist. So um, did you have those kind of mindsets uh, during this process? Yeah, a little bit. Although I didn't think about that until recently because I just write like all the time. Like I'm just constantly like pouring, you know, ideas out that like, and you know, your work changes as your life changes and being able to like accept that um, and accept that like everything is just like a moment in time, I think is, is a comforting thing as an artist. Cause obviously you want to live up to everything, but like, just you know thinking of everything as its own moment and as its own like message is really important to me and 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 realizing that like there I am such a multifaceted human that like it's just exciting that I can even explore other parts and and show people more depth um so I think that that definitely is something that in the past I have um struggled with um but I didn't even feel that when flowers dropped. I was like, yes, this deserves its moment. And, um, and especially because I think the messages are so genuinely like me, like it, it was like, cool. This is just like a part of the story that I'm, you know, going to create something. It's just a part of the bigger story. When you're working on, on new material, as you kind of mentioned, a part of a bigger story, like, are you already having like a mindset of like, okay, now it's time to like do a full body of work? Like, is that even in your head right now? Or are you just looking forward to doing more and more singles before you can even consider a body of work? I'm always thinking about a body of work, but so much of it depends on like the reaction of TikTok, which is like, 
it's like a live planning. Like I get to just kind of um, see what, what the audience wants, which is actually amazing. Um, but I am like constantly like plotting in my head and even like little lyrics, like I want to like connect to other songs, even songs that don't end up coming out. Like I'm always like thinking of how to connect everything. And, um, and it's, it's like this one, learn to say no. I, what I said earlier, I wrote it as therapy. So when it went on TikTok, I was like, oh, I guess like this, you know, this will be a thing now. And so leaving that power to the audience is such an interesting thing. Um, but I kind of love it because it really does feel like it's like a team. Like the fans really are as much a part of like the process of release, if not more so than myself, because it just makes sense. Like I'm making it for me and I'm making it for them. And um, so they kind of determine the project truly. Going back to the music video for the song, uh, what would you say was like the biggest challenge for you? I would say sort of taking away narrative and because I am such a like plot driven person. Um, but I think that like discussing with my team, um, realizing like how important it was to like really just like introduce myself for this one. Um, but I have like, you know, I always have like a million ideas and, um, um, but I think, you know, sort of like deciding on what like how simple or how complex I wanted to go um was definitely like I don't know I could have gone two ways with it um but I would say actually the most challenging thing was being in the water in metal <laughs> because it was like October in LA which like yes it's LA but the water is freezing um and that beginning shot was the last shot we did of the day it was like sunset and um I was like shaking like but you know I'll always I'll always risk like cr doing crazy things for for the end product but um yeah that was freezing I was wondering if that was actual metal or not because some of the some of the scenes where you're ripping stuff off you I'm just like if that's real metal that must really hurt <laughs> oh yeah no, yeah, yeah yeah straight on my skin and I also am like such a like I just run cold like <laughs> I do, I don't even go in the water in the summer because I'm always like well I'll get hotter before I do it so I um yeah you know that was shocking with me now I love that you had the idea of an armor instead of just you know anybody else would have thought of just chains for example what really inspired the armor for you was this a visual that you had during your writing process or is this something that you kind of did some research before you kind of came to the conclusion of having an armor um yeah I think it all stemmed sort of from the cover art um and I was working with Katie McIntyre who did the uh CG and we like creative direct creative directed that um we were re referencing Joan of Arc and um, I also think there's such a like it's just cool also to see a woman wearing um, armor because it's not it's it wasn't something that you would see all the time and um, yeah I think especially with the sort of removing of um, some of the pieces um, there was me like that was the process of me sort of like wanting to um, reconnect with my vulnerability and and sort of be comfortable taking off a bit of the armor and the guard that I had up. Um, but yeah, it definitely like symbolized the strength and um, 
I also think like reflection is really cool because a lot of my music is is not only like vain but also like unapologetically confident I guess but um but also like reflective in itself so I think there's definitely gonna be a lot of like visuals with um silver and and I just love the color silver so or I guess that's not really color <laughs> but I love silver well it sounds like you already have an idea like a an I an identity for a body of work if you already have like styles and and certain colors and certain themes that you are looking forward to working with yeah I love so many things that it's definitely hard I think to sort of run with anything um but I definitely think that whatever I do is like always very bold all the colors um they either like reflect the emotion or the um muse that I wrote something about um oftentimes I'll like make the cover art like the favorite color of someone that inspired it um and I think like as an artist I'm just a bit of a sponge to like the people that I encounter and and that's why I'm a writer um but yeah I think that everything will be just like something very on the nose and um I I think it's important like to think about the through line and and the future and just like always be daydreaming and always like be excited about being uh, always being excited about daydreaming now you have this uh amazing relationship with your tiktok audience and i'm curious like if they had like if you feel like they had a major role in your artist development process yeah i mean i for years was working on my music in like my room and I've made so many albums that nobody's heard um, because I'm a perfectionist and they really let me um, put my guard down. And, um, you know, it's been the most beautiful thing to think of it a little bit less seriously and, and see that like every different thing has like a piece for so many different people. Um, And yeah, I mean, they've just been like this encouragement that like, I haven't had because of a lot of like just working alone and um it is like the most motivating thing and so I think like I will open my TikTok and see how much how like one specific thing impacted someone and be like you know what yeah like I'm gonna go like develop this idea and make another work of art even this is how I learned to say no when I released that I mean I think artistically but also personally they helped develop me because like some of the comments were oh my god like this really like made me want to cut off my ex and I was like you know what like I should do that too man um but yeah I mean even that song I uploaded it to TikTok with the incorrect lyrics I um originally wrote the lyrics as learned to say which was past tense and then there were so many people being like yeah like it's a constant learning process and for me like it is too um but I like went back in and I put it in, um, I changed the tense because I was like, this is not just for me now. This is for them. Like, this is for everyone who wants to continue to learn because it's not just something that like happens and you, it's easy forever. Um, so yeah. The fact that they, they have impacted you and, and helped you kind of discover your artist process or project, um, moving forward like what can your audience look forward to any new material that that you have in mind that you've been working on yeah well similarly I kind of threw up a song that was very therapeutic for me called what it means to be a girl um a few weeks ago and 
um, they blew that one up. And um, so I'm releasing it before I'm getting it out before the, um, the year ends. I'm releasing that on Friday. Um, and I'm super excited for that one. Um, it's just like, I think really important. And um, I keep on, I don't know why I keep on being shocked that all the like very deep songs do really well, because I guess that makes sense. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to just like be able to give that to them. And again, it was like, they were the ones who encouraged me to release it. So um, yeah, and then I, I am working on a body of work. Um, which I will be putting out in 2022. Now, with this new song, just by just by the title alone, it—I mean—it sounds like you're gonna dig even deeper in your vulnerability levels. So, um, what was that writing process like for you? Is that was that another song like this one that flowed out naturally, or did you find yourself struggling a little more because you were opening up a little more? Yeah, this was a similar process with. Um, people I had never worked with before and um, this writer Mags um, you know I don't get to work with a lot of women so um, it's it's interesting whenever I do get to work with women one of the first conversations you have is just sort of that like kinship and just being like oh like yeah you know we've all had these experiences in the music industry and outside of the music industry and it's such a interesting like way to break the ice often when you work with women um but it's also like really exciting because it's like oh my god we get to work with each other um and I intend on working with a lot more women um in the future but um yeah so we just you know started talking about um the, some overarching themes and um it was really hard to write because I think it's one of those songs where like it can almost you had to ride the fine line of like being preachy and just, you know, and like nobody wants to be preached at. So like my goal is just to like plant seeds and just put my experience there and like let anyone take it for what it is. Um, so we were like, we meticulously worked out the balance between like stating facts and then stating feelings and, um, and having that push and pull there. So it wasn't like, I don't know. Sometimes there's like a fine line in music between like empowering and cringy, I think. <laughs> um, and that was just, you know, I was being very meticulous um, about making sure that it was just some a piece that, you know, was just stating facts and stating um, whatever it was and and also doing it with my like, you know, sort of I ironic, crude attitude at the same time. Um, and like, just really like, putting a lot of the sarcasm in there was really important to me. But yeah, I mean, that it's also so cool to see even some of my favorite comments on, on the video um, are men being like, wow, I like never thought about like how women sometimes have to like fake laugh to protect themselves in situations. And I was like, wow, like that's so cool that just, you know, you can put that in a piece of art and like it can do its thing. And that's, you know, that's really my purpose so that's cool during this this entire process i guess to close us out like during this entire process what did you feel you learned about yourself whether it's like you personally or you as an artist the process of what it means to be a girl or the process of the artist project uh the artist project um i learned that 
truly you can manifest the version of yourself that you want. Um, a lot of the songs such as flowers and sex I wrote because I didn't feel like I was there yet. And then it became my identity when I just started living as it. Um, and I was like, you know what? The only way to be a rock star is to be a rock star. So here we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it sounds so simple, but I feel like it was like very mind blown at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you for taking the time uh, to to catch up with me and uh, congratulations with your success so far. I am super excited for more material from you and uh, looking forward to doing this again soon. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more and I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.